Hey y'all, you are listening to another episode of The Spiritual Homegirl, where we discuss all things concerning self-development and bettering our spirit, but from the homie perspective, somebody that's going through the journey day by day, just like you. All right, all right, all right, y'all, we are back. It's been a while, okay? Let's just let's just get that out of the way. It's been a while, boo friends, since we've last talked on air. I guess when you podcast every day for almost a third of the entire Gregorian year, it gets you a little tired, but we back for another episode of the Spiritual Homegirl Podcast, and we got a lot to talk about. But before we go there, let me go ahead and do my usual note of gratitude. So thank you for listening, boo-boo. Out of the tens and thousands of podcasts that are out there in podcast land, you choose to lend me your ears once a week, <laughs> usually, for about an hour or so, and I hella appreciate that. First things first, if you have not signed up for Homegirl Text Club, text the word Homegirl10 to 81493. I wouldn't sleep, y'all. I got a lot of things I'm working on. I've realized that I've invested a lot of time and a lot of um, energy and a lot of dollars into developing myself at only as a human being but also as a person with a skill set and the more I get into the work that I do which I'll go into in just a moment I realize like I need to start sharing more of what I do, whether it's fee or free. So y'all will be seeing that a lot more too. Like there's ideas that I wrote down in 2017 that I'm getting to. And that, and the reason why some of those ideas are coming out a little later is because the, um, the energy has to be free flowing. And if it's not there, then I have to make sure that, you know, we get it to a place where it needs to be. So now, four years later on certain ideas, they're popping back up and I'm excited to execute them now. So that's one thing. I'm also, I have been really busy offline doing some great work with great people. Um, I have uh, clients, individuals, and groups that I do see and I'm really excited. So um, that's another reason why I haven't really been producing as much for the podcast. And even on social media, this was a very busy, it's been a very busy six month stretch and I didn't know it was going to get that busy. And initially I did manage it with the marathon for the podcast, but then summer came and picked all the way up and I was like, whoa, okay, um, yeah, let me just... Uh, take a rest and when spirit says it's time i'll return a lot of things that i was observing i did not have the word for um or the energy and it seems as of late i've had about four episodes just kind of pop up so here we are recording all four and this particular episode is a reload to my energy vampires episode and i realized it's been about two years since i've done the um energy vampires episode and um, obviously, the circumstances have changed now. Um, Energy Vampires was recorded initially about two and a half years ago, now that I think about it. And that was when the world was in person. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it was a different... It was a different energy. Actually, I, if I remember correctly, that's episode, what, 75? I'm on episode... I'm in the 230s at this point. So it's like, that was like a hundred and... Lots, hundred and what? I can't even think right now. Goodness gracious, I I got so many episodes. Hundred and sixty some probably episodes ago, and then I did the episode like January of two thousand nineteen. So I've had a lot of time, especially over the past eighteen months with this pandemic and with social justice efforts that were going on, to kind of sit and just really um, observe just the world around me. 
um, not only so I could stabilize my peace of mind, but also with the work that I do in terms of helping people with their mental wellness and their mental fitness um, and integrating spiritual um, practices with respect to that, like astrology, like um, um, another holistic modality, like breath work and aromatherapy and all the stuff that I already was doing with Spiritual Homegirl. I just do it with my clients because for those that don't know, I will be um, a therapist at the end of this year, um, this school year. So there's been a lot of things I've been working on kind of quietly. Um, so it's just a lot of things that I've been doing in terms of spiritual homegirl, not just being a podcast, not just being an online presence, but being an integrated wellness practice. Like your girl really out here. <laughs> Shout outs to the universe and through the ancestors and to everybody, to nature, to, to the sun, to the moon, to the stars. To everybody, like I really enjoy the work that I do, and this is actually my dream career, and I'm really uh, fortunate to be able to serve in this way. And I'm serving off app, and I cannot wait to serve people more um, virtually that are not necessarily in the Los Angeles area. So it's been a real blessing, and I'm just really fortunate. But like I said, um, being in this field and also being a spiritual being on top of that, I look at things differently than some people. And I'm not going to say that my opinion is worse or better. Excuse me. Let me drink some tea here. Cause we'll be, we'll be going over a lot of stuff today. So I made sure I made me a nice, hot, large glass of dandelion root tea with a tiny bit of honey because I'm plant-based and not a hundred percent vegan. Okay. That's the only thing I'll do that technically isn't vegan, which is a uh, honey. Also, while I'm here, stock up on your herbs, please. Uh, whether you're vaxxed or not, I'm not even going to talk about that today, just so you know. Um, I don't think I'll ever discuss that on this platform. I feel like everybody has a choice to make. And honestly, uh, it would be against Spiritual Homegirl's um, entire like mission to tell you what to do or what not to do. Um, we all have choices to make and we all have um, things that we will have to deal with because of those choices in either direction. And it is not my place to tell you what's best for you. What I will say is that you should be confident to make whatever choice based on the research that you do. Um, so this episode is not necessarily, um, a hundred percent about the issue of vaccine versus anti-vaccine, but it is just a combination of like, like I said, what I've noticed over the past 18 months with this pandemic, with the um, social justice efforts. And just, I just, I just have a lot to say at this point. That's why I'm breaking part two up into another part, which would be part three. So we'll have three energy vampire episodes at the end of this series. Um, but before I get to rambling, let me just get started. So like I said, just been chilling, observing, um, just working on myself, um, making sure that I take good care of myself. So not only can I show up for myself, I can show up for my clients because at the end of the day, um, we're, we're needed as, I guess, quote unquote, healers and um, technically frontline workers from the mental health care perspective, the same way doctors are and nurses and other medical health professionals are needed right now on the front lines for the physical aspect of what's going on. And um, my colleagues and I have been talking about how um, the effects of this pandemic will continue for many years to come. Um, so at this point, it's almost like everybody's kind of like, if we down the ride, we down the ride. So here we are. So noticing um, these different energy vampires, um, I feel like some people may want to know what is the energy vampire? It looks so many, it looks like so many different things. It's almost like you'll know it when you feel it because it don't feel right. 
it's almost like that person is almost on a mission to get their points out at the cost of other people's energy. They have to feel vindicated, liberated, validated by getting off on somebody else in terms of like just some type of um, snarky little remarks, um, shady little subtweets. Um, again, like I said, this can also apply in person, but a lot of us ain't been in person in a while. Okay. <laughs> so, um, it can apply in, in many different places, but it's a weird, I need to make you feel a certain way in order for me to power up. Like vampires need blood to survive energy. Vampires need energy to survive. And they do this through a myriad of ways. So number one, let me see how many do I have? One, two, three, four. I have five for y'all today. I actually have 10, but we're going to do the first five this episode. So without further ado, let's get it popping. The first energy vampire for this reloaded episode is the devil's advocate. First off, I don't trust no devils and I don't trust no advocates on behalf of said devil. Why does it always have to be a situation where folks have to see the other side for a sake of a conversation that doesn't need the other side? And what I mean is before you say, Maria, you need balance, you need balance, not necessarily because usually the devil's advocate is a point that is rooted in trying to dismantle and not understand. The devil's advocate is usually the, will women do it? <laughs> Can't stand them. It's always, well, that mean it goes both ways. <laughs> That's corny. That's so corny. It's almost like, like, look, what do you need to prove here? Common sense. We of a certain age at this platform here at Spiritual Homegirl. All of us here are of a certain age. I know because I've seen the data, okay? We already know it goes both ways. I would like to think that we've gotten to a place on our journeys where we understand that a lot of things are reciprocal and a lot of things can indeed go both ways. We don't need everybody always jumping up and... Well, I mean, actually, I can't stand it. I think it's real weak. I think it's weak-minded. And the reason why I say it's weak-minded is because that's usually... Do I want to go there today? Well, it's been a while and I'm back. Usually it's dudes that's doing this. And the minutes on my platform, I need y'all to stop. It's corny. We already know it goes both ways, baby. We know women mess up, men mess up, non-binary people mess up. It, we know this already. I don't need you in my comments talking about women do. Yeah, we know a woman might have done it to you. I personally don't want to hear it in my comments. That's a boundary that I've been setting lately because I realize... People that go that hard, they always want to hit me up privately about something that's going on in their lives because of the woman that is giving them, I guess, the experience that they're projecting onto me. There's nothing wrong with sharing your story, right? It's a difference when it turns into you're projecting on me and not dealing with that woman or dealing with the person that made you feel that way. I'm personally, I'm the homegirl. I'm not a projector carrier. You feel me? And usually devil's advocates like to see how far they can go with you because they want to see how far does the discussion go to where they get under your skin. How far can they take this? Let's play all sides so we can just waste time and not gain understanding on the initial topic at hand. We know there's both sides. We know there's a possibility. Now, some people can say, well, technically, you need both sides to have a critical argument. I agree with that. But some of those times, at least in my experience, devil's advocate don't do it out of genuine purpose. They do it to be funny and they do it to gaslight and they do it to play in your face. And that's a difference. And that's why devil's advocacy don't work for me, especially when there's not even a common critical understanding of the initial topic at hand you feel me so 
devil's advocates i don't fool with those they're definitely energy vampires because they bringing up a whole bunch of irrelevant stuff for the sake of bringing it up you engage and i've done this in the past i've engaged with people that like to advocate on behalf of the devil devil's advocate you engage and you're wasting time and energy because the point that you were initially talking about is deflected upon it's a it's a it's an energy zapper okay number two the expert that's done no research now this gets tricky because we're seeing some things happening right now with uh, the situation out right now. I'm not talking about just that. But usually the expert that's done no research is a person that is parroting information. Um, they have not done their own independent research. They're looking at the same five reports everybody else is. They're picking and choosing what fits and they're creating a narrative of quote unquote truth based on that. I'm not saying it's for or against a particular shot that's out right now. I'm talking about in general. Um, I'm talking about statistics. I've seen a lot happen with, um, especially with last year with the social justice efforts percentage of black folks um especially there was a topic of black love how many men were married percentage of men married to black women um percentage of fathers in households percentage of black folks killed by the police so this is not necessarily a energy vampire that could necessarily apply to what's going on regarding getting shots it's more so everything people will look at the same first page of google results and then just take it and run Excuse me, let me sip some tea real quick. Oof. So, that's one thing. Another thing is, um, sometimes people will try to... I feel like this. And this is where I guess my, my own research hat comes in because I've done research in my, in my studies um, for, for school and things like that. Even, and this is just my personal take on it, okay? So it's not necessarily judging how people process in this way. Um, I'm more so talking about how people purposely cut pace and choose which pieces of information to, again, create this weird skewed narrative without including everything in proper context. But for me, I realized even with the research that I look at and with the reports that I look at, I always have to look at the contradictions as amongst many other things, as well as conflicts of interest and um, their methods. And, and it's just like, you know, some of these. How do I say this? I want to make sure I get this right because I'm not editing nothing. Shout out to Trackademics, producer extraordinaire. But I notice that sometimes for me to make a general statement about a particular group of people is usually. It's not wise, at least for me, in the work that I do to do so because of the fact that there's, a, let's say there's a research study that was done with 400 people. 400 people compared to 4 million people, to me, that's not necessarily, at least to me, to me, I don't think it's wise to make a generalization of an entire group of folks based on that one study. I could say that it has potential to based on the study, but I think the problem is that a lot of people are, are just automatically making the blatant statements based on some of the research they're seeing and applying it to a bigger group of people when it was really based on that sample size. Now, I understand that, again, for those that you know are in academia, some of y'all may agree, some of y'all may disagree. I could care either way. Uh, I could care less either way. Because at the end of the day, um, what I've noticed is that when it comes to some of the things that we see, there's still a lot of research that lacks on certain things. Like, for instance, whether the effects of mindfulness are um, effective for black folks in particular, black, indigenous people of color as well. So it's like, I mean, I don't know, like it's, it's really even the to me, even the, the whole research um 
field, it has a lot of work to do. And it's a never ending, like, it's always evolving field. It's always going to change. It's always going to be something that was relevant then, but it's not relevant now. Even some of the stuff that's relevant now may not be relevant in five to 10 years. We don't know. But what I don't like is how people like to weaponize that type of research against other people. And I can see if you was in the in the actual lab or you was actually the person doing it. It's people that didn't even do it that's going hella hard. And again, not contextualizing what they're looking at and wanting to create narratives to say one or the other. Um, so that's, that's the expert that done no research. The spiritual bypasser, now, this was the one that I technically kind of jumped in on because I did say a lot of stuff about spiritual bypassing around this time last year. I was fed up because honestly, let's keep it a thousand. I know some of y'all that listen to my my podcast aren't black and it's not a shot to you. But at the same time, what I do not like and what I do not appreciate is when non-black spiritualists can have all the energy for uh, for animals. And this is as a plant based person. Now, granted, I do eat honey, um, but and that's why I say plant based and not vegan. But um I see all the the smoke and the love and the passion held for uh, animals. I see the love and the passion held for other countries. But I've seen a lot of non-white spirits or non-black spirits that was quiet last year, uh, summer of 2020, when stuff was getting real hot. I've seen a lot of people quiet. The black square does not do it for me. I'm talking about everybody was the majority of them were quiet. It was call out season. You feel me? And it was a couple of them that were upset with me. Sub from what I've been told, I didn't feed into it, but it was a couple of them that were upset with me because I was telling y'all that if you're non-white spiritually, I mean, you're non-black spiritual, excuse me. I keep wanting to say that. If you're non-black spiritualist is taking your green dollars and don't care about your black life, you need to stop supporting them and deplatform them, at least with respect to how you support. Because what good is supporting a spiritualist who cares about your dollar and not your growth and not your life? So, yeah, I was pushing that message real hard around this time last year. And I was pushing it for a long time. And there were some people that were upset by that. And um, there was a particular person who did um, kind of call me out but didn't say it by name. And I really wish that that person would have just had um, the guts to do so because it, it would have been an episode so that y'all could have seen a teaching moment of what happens when a non-black spiritualist cares about your green dollar but not your black life. Because I was, I was ready. It was like, look... All you got to do, because I had a list. I was like, should I make this episode a call out episode? Because I've done it before. And um, I think I actually had called out. Was it Samantha, Samantha Casey? Yeah, it was her. Um, but she wasn't the person. I had already did it before, though. But I had a list and I was like, you know what? This is really trash. And I think I'm just going to call everybody out. And I said, you know what? You know what? You know what? Technically, this is energy. I said, let me not do that. I said, I have a list. If anybody on that list gets to run in their mouth, we will make it a teaching moment. Because if it's one thing I like to do, I like to teach. I love teaching. Um, my mother was a teacher. Shout out to my mama. So I've always loved to help people learn, especially when it comes to how to peep the BS, especially from people that they're giving money to. So it never happened. Um, she got real close. She kind of said something that was not quite spiritual homegirl, but to where, you know, you could probably see it was me. I said, well, you bold, but you're not bold enough, baby. Uh, I guess your protection feel like that strong because you already know it's going to be on. But um, but yeah, the spiritual bypasser is always the one that likes to pick and choose 
much like the expert that's done no research and, and also similar to the devil's advocate, they like to pick and choose what spiritual concepts apply. And usually when it comes to people of color and especially black people, those spiritual concepts do not apply. Love for humanity and all mankind and all that other BS they talk about, it never really applies to black folks. It turns into, oh, this is trauma inducing. Oh, you guys play the victim. Oh, you guys are so sad. This, it's you guys are cursed. Well, some other BS I heard. Um, everybody's tripping on police brutality, but nobody stands up for the animals. Oh, uh, hello, veganism. Veganism's been around for how many decades? Like the the bypassing. So when we're clearly not addressing something that is upsetting or something that is that is an injustice, but yet we can hold energy for other stuff and we can use spiritual ideals to do so. That's my boo friends is what I like to call the spiritual bypasser. And unfortunately, I'm I would like to bet a good chunk of money that some of y'all listening, a lot of y'all listening, probably follow spiritual bypassers another example of that is when it becomes um gender gender related so when it comes to all mankind except trans folks oop, that's another issue or another issue is um where even honestly you know what a good example of this was <laughs> so I noticed that it's always protect blank until it's actually time to protect blank. And then it gets kind of silent. For instance, um, I realized that there's a line when it comes to certain groups and how certain quote unquote spiritual influencers like to approach these groups. We saw the issue what happened with police brutality. That was one thing. Uh, we see other issues with um, black children being um, assaulted by police, black women being disrespected. Um, it's always protect a group, but this group has to be desirable. This group has to be conventionally attractive. Um, this group has to be likable. Like this, this certain group, there's certain people in this group that have to be likable in order for you to fight for them. And um, some people hide behind their, their spiritual ideals to do that, too. For some, it's protect mankind, but except fat people. And it's messed up. So I, I just see a lot of it. It, is, it just really happens in a lot of different arenas. And that's spiritual bypassing. I don't think that's cool either. The next energy vampire is uh, one that I personally do not like at all. And that is the shamer who disrespects their audience. Usually these are people that have larger platforms, people that have, um, I people, I've seen people with smaller platforms. They're shamers in the sense where they forget where they come from. They forget what they've come from. And since they like to forget, they always want to remind you that you are somebody that is stuck in the circumstances that you could get out of, but they want to shame you for the situations you're in and then offer help. And usually that help comes at a cost. We hate to see it. It's really, uh, it's tacky and it gives, uh, it gives cult leader at times. It gives narcissist at times because what this, what this really, um, to me, at least what it looks like to me is that people acquire knowledge and there's nothing wrong with that, but they self exalt themselves which is where I do have a problem. And then 
they get the validation from the people. So now they put themselves even higher on this pedestal. And then they kind of forget that they're human and they're going to bleed and die and poop and pee and eat like everybody else um, and have other things that, you know, connect us that like like house notes and gas to fill their car or to charge their electric vehicle. People forget that they're human and people forget that that they're not better than and people forget that everybody is technically on the same level as human beings and they like to act like they're not they like to act uh otherworldly and <laughs> it's cute because it's like dang like you really need this huh like you really you really need this huh you really gotta you gotta feel this character for it to be real huh but i don't like the fact that they disrespect people in the process there are people that genuinely need help we're not talking about folks that are just constantly starting mess and, and don't like that's a whole different type of person. Sometimes people run from um, things that they know can help them and they just kind of rather kind of, you know, be blissfully ignorant. I mean, I was that way. So, I mean, I can't I can't knock them, but I never started no mess either. So when people are genuinely wanting help and they're asking questions and people are shaming them. And I see this a lot when it comes to veganism, especially. I see it a lot. And it don't even matter what race. I see everybody do it. Um, even with like knowledge. Now, in our community, I do see it when it comes to wanting to know more knowledge about about um, about history with melanated people and things like that. I see a lot of like real. It's real like whack. Like it's like real like I'm this and you guys should know this already. And it, Well, they don't damn it so give them the books and shut up like be cold bro like you asking for money from people that you acting like are beneath you and people are gonna wake up one day and realize they don't have to be disrespected to give you money for knowledge you can actually go get that knowledge for free or you don't have to support people like that i just never understood how people disrespect an audience that they want to ask for money from like that to me that's a bad look anyway i'm gonna talk like this 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 and this and you ain't this and you ain't that Buy my course for $47. Like, ain't nobody finna spend no money with you. Not nobody with no, uh, no self-respect. Some people might like being talked down to like that. That ain't my get down. It's a lot of other people's get down either where you have to talk kindly. You ain't got to kiss nobody butt and be like, well, guys, I need you guys to eat better. I need you guys to stop spending money. I need you guys to be careful with who you're sleeping with. I need Like, you can do so much education without it being a shaming thing because people act like they ain't came from nothing. A lot of people have messed up in life. I've messed up in life. That's the part of the human experience. Hello. I see slut shaming. I see shaming of um, people's uh, ability to make the choice when it comes to their bodies. I see shaming when it comes to STIs and STI testing. Um, I see shaming with people's eating habits, especially in a vegan community. I see shaming with um, what's it's a lot of shaming. I see it's a lot. And it's really unfortunate. Um, people just want to do better. They have the spirit to want to do better. They're coming to you humbly for help. And people kind of take that and kind of thumb their nose at it. And I just think that's so disrespectful. I feel like that's like putting little boomerangs and negativity out in the air. You just know they finna hit. It's just a matter of when. And if you pay attention, they already hitting some people. You can't mistreat people and then take their dollar and continue to disrespect folks. That's not how this works. But like I said, the reason why the shamer, um, the shamer with the knowledge is an energy vampire is because they're the type of person that needs your dollar <laughs> to survive. 
So low-key, they're supposed to be some type of leader and they disrespect you, but they're essentially a parasite because no money, no lifestyle. Don't let them people tell you otherwise. They lying. They have, they're a business. Yes. So let's say all the people that they're disrespecting decides to stop supporting and deplatform and unfollow. They don't have nothing else because usually these types of people make their money solely off social media. That means you got to go get it off app, which is much harder because that actually requires building in-person community. That means you got to be tapped in with people in your city. It means you got to be tapped in with other organizations and other groups and acting the way offline that you would online by all that disrespecting that ain't gonna fly so to me again like i said maybe it's just me but i do see a lot of disrespect to other folks that's going through stuff online and to be honest that's one reason why i started spiritual homegirl because i wanted to be very clear i wasn't perfect and it was like i said a homegirl going on the journey day by day just like you nowadays i equip folks with the tools to navigate the journey of the unknown and unexpected like a boss but i ain't never acted like i was perfect either and i'm grateful I be thanking God every day. I'm so glad I'm not perfect because that sounds exhausting because that means you got to keep that up. That's an image. It's a facade. It's a lie. And to always keep up with a lie, you got to tell more lies and you got to exalt yourself higher and higher and higher. But as we're seeing, the veil is getting real, real thin and people is falling. And that's what happens. But anyway, the last <laughs> the last energy vampire is a control freak. Now, this is why there are energy vampires. The control freak um, is usually a person that needs some type of reaction to see if they can have influence over you or to see if they can. Um, since you won't do what they ask, they want to start something with you. Now, I'm not going to lie. I've seen this happen a lot, a lot over the last. Uh, maybe the last eight months. I see it a lot even with, um, nah, let me not say that. <laughs> I've seen it a lot. Let me just say, I've seen it a lot. And what I've seen is people, um, have made a choice for themselves or they feel like what they're doing with their lives is best for them and they want other people to do what they're doing. So when they realize that there are people that are not going to do what they do, they say little stuff to try to get you to engage so that they can explain their points or so they can um, get a rise out of you so that they can have a debate, get their points off. They can feel like they have control over you because if you're not going to do what they, they want you to do, at least give them the chance so they can verbally annihilate you in a debate or heated discussion and then um, they can go on about their business. This is also related to the debater who thinks that it's actually dialogue when it's really a useless argument. But that's going to be in part three. But like I said, the control freak is dangerous because at this point, their emotions are not regulated enough to where they can process it by themselves. Now, let me be clear. We are in a pandemic state as a, as a, as a society, as a globe. Global society. Um, so there are a lot of times that people do go to social media where you see I'm choosing my words carefully, y'all. <laughs> there are times where folks go to social media to express themselves because they are having trouble processing. Nothing wrong with that, to be honest. But where I have a problem with uh, with all that is when people start wanting to engage with other people and argue with people and put out negativity towards people. Because of their inability to process it internally. That's what people like me are for. Counselors, therapists, um, hotline, volunteers. I feel like at that point, if you do need help, I personally, you know, homegirl, like homegirl love here, legit. 
if you're having pr problems like that processing to where you're now engaging with other people, I would highly suggest that you talk to somebody that's trained to deal with that. Because if you're not able to, all you're going to do is create enemies online and create more issues because now you're engaging with folks who now see the, what the weak spot is with the emotions. And if some people will exploit that. So it goes both ways when it, when it comes to the energy exchange being negative because now a person's engaging with you and that takes from their energy. And then it's the energy drainer on your end because you're trying to argue with people and you're trying to get them to do what you want them to do. And there's people that are going to let you tucker out and putter out and get all your points out and waste all your energy and still not do what you want them to do. It's a lose lose. So for me, if you're having those kind of issues where you want to be understood, you want to be heard or you're frustrated because people are not seeing things the way you're seeing it. Please talk to somebody that can legit shoulder that for you. Legit. Because these people on social media do not care. And what I mean by that is they don't care. There are people whose lives are literally to troll. There's people whose life's mission is to, again, since they don't have stuff going on at their house, they want to start messing with people. They want to search the comments and search certain keywords and then pop up um, like somebody did me today. Somebody popped up talking about, um, I think I talked about Simone Biles and somebody brought up something I tweeted three weeks ago. Uh, sorry, baby, I don't care anymore. Uh, that was three weeks ago. You're late to the party. And that's another energy vampire, which I'll get to in a moment. But like I said, there are many other energy vampires that literally live for folks like the control freak because usually the control freak, I don't think they mean to be harmful. It just comes off that way in terms of how they express it. Um, I think the devil's advocate might have good intentions, but usually that's not the case, at least in my experience. Um, because like I said, the, the first point isn't understood before they want to uh, deflect. Because usually, in my experience, people don't want to hear the first point. They want to try to find other ways to kind of um, invalidate that point by talking about other points or having... Um, the ability to not acknowledge the first point. They're kind of like, oh, well, anyway, what about this one? And it's like, that's not even what we're talking about. The expert that does no research, um, usually they have, they have, um, I'm going to, I'm going to call that harm. I'm going to call that harmful intentions because they know that the information that they're presenting is um, not in proper context. To me, that's malicious. The spiritual bypasser, also malicious, definitely with harm. The shamer who disrespects their audience. You have to think before you speak. I feel like at this stage in the game, like I said, we all are, are a certain age on this platform. You know when you're talking cash money. You know when you're talking that, that big talk, that big girl, big boy, big person talk where you know you low-key feeling yourself. I feel like some people act like they don't know basic human decency laws that we've had, that we've grown up with. Um, last I checked, regardless of culture, you do unto others the way you want to be treated, correct? So I think when people disrespect other folks, they they know better. I think they do. They know better because sometimes they'll ask other people for that same respect when they being disrespected. So it's like, now you want one without the other. Hmm, okay, so that's also malicious. Um, but the control freak, I think sometimes it can be malicious, but sometimes th this is because folks um, aren't necessarily able to properly process their emotions and they take it on social media, which kind of puts them in even more of a bind because now they're getting caught up in hella arguments with people and that ends up zapping their energy in the process. Um, and again, like I said, since they don't know that they're kind of doing this, some of them, the people that engage with them because they're triggered is also now an energy training process for the person that even chooses to engage. So, um, yeah, that's the five. Oh, I have a bonus one. The stalker. The stalker is an energy vampire. The stalker is a person um, that doesn't seem to get the hint. 
The stalker is the person that has four years of unanswered DMs in your inbox right now. And the thing is, you probably don't even know that that person has four years of responses to you in the DMs. And what I mean is, I don't mean in a sense of commenting on stories like, ha ha, that's funny, you know, whatever. I mean, in terms of the heart eyes, the sexy, the oh, you so sexy, you beautiful, like all that stuff. You keep you keep on, though, four years. They like 50 pictures at a time. They want to make sure that you've seen them. They constantly doing it, constantly hitting you up. I had somebody literally tell me for about um, a year, unbeknownst to me because I wasn't answering the DMs. I had a person kind of saying, let me, what did he say exactly? Let me, first off, he followed me initially. I didn't realize he had followed me until I checked the DMs. Someone just told me, go through my DMs and kind of clean some stuff out. So I was cleaning through my request and I seen it. And I seen that he was in my DM for about a year and some change, about a year and a half. And he was like, let me take you out. Let me take you out. Let me cook for you. Let me cook for you. Um, when are you going to let me take you out? When are you going to let me take you out? And I'm just like, respectfully. And I mean this so respectfully. And I'm not going to be, I don't want to shame anybody for doing this. But it's almost like, maybe it's my pride. Um, but personally, I don't have the pride. Well, I do have the pride, actually. <laughs> I got too much pride. Um to constantly message somebody in a romantic way for a year and a half and not get a response. At some point, I'm going to cut my losses. If it were me, at, at some point, I'll choose to cut my losses and I'll move on. Um, because clearly, it's not being reciprocated. It's not even being looked at. It's not even being answered. If it was me, I would just kind of, you know, I would leave it alone. But I noticed this person just kept asking, kept asking, kept asking. Um, and then... I noticed a couple of weeks later, this person had commented under one of my pictures and said, check DM. And he said, do you need a, uh, do you need a husband, you need a boyfriend, you need a lover, you need a cook, you need a provider. And I'm just like, stop. Like you, you have not gotten no response. You liking all these pictures at once all the time. You're doing it in spurts. You're trying to get my attention. I'm not paying attention. You're sending hella messages. I didn't even know you sent the message. You tell me to check the DM after I checked the messages and didn't respond because I'm like, this is kind of weird. Um, you hadn't did no party fouls, though, in terms of being just vulgar. So I was kind of like, well, let me just kind of not feed into none of this stuff. But then when you hit me in the comments and said, check the DM. Then you asking me if I need a lover, a friend, a homie, a cook, a provider. I'm like, this is weird. And then when I when I blocked, then all of a sudden, you know, I'm a um, I'm a female dog and all kinds of names. When in actuality, it's weird when people constantly, 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 constantly keep going, knowing that it's not being reciprocated. At some point, we I'm never but my own advice, and we. We have to know when to cut our losses, when it's not working, when they're not answering back. I don't know where we, again, we, I don't know where we as society got to a place where manifesting meant persistence or stalking behavior. You cannot manifest your way to a partner if you're stalking them. That's not how that's going to work. It's not. And I know that sounds kind of like, oh, well, technically you can do a spell. And honestly, I don't, I don't play with them spells. Because I done seen situations where folks put spells on. Matter of fact, the reason why I don't believe in none of that stuff in terms of doing it, 
I had an elder tell me a story about how she had did a spell. An elder from back home in Atlanta had told me that she had put a spell on her husband to keep him. And he ended up not being the man she wanted to be with for various reasons. And she could not get rid of him. I just and also not to mention, I just don't think controlling the will of others is a is a is a thing. Cause if I find out of somebody wants to manifest me and put me in a spell, when I find out it's gonna be on and popping. Okay? We can we can go energetically, we can go physically, it's gonna really be whatever at that point. Cause the fact that somebody would want me that bad to where they want to control my will, you a scary person, bro. You extra, you extra dangerous. You extra dangerous. And I wouldn't want no parts of no person that moves like that. That's just me. I understand people say, you know, spirituality is this and the other. No, I take and leave certain parts of this. Controlling other people's wills, putting myself up in a line of fire. Cause that's ultimately what you're doing. That's not what they selling, y'all, but that's ultimately what people doing. Putting yourself in the in the line of fire because you think somebody is attractive and you want to be with them. That is not the wave, okay? Stalking is not that's that, that's a form of energetic spiritual stalking there. You want you want to make them choose you? You don't want them to choose you on your own. You don't want to be genuine. You got to have them that bad where you want to control the will. Ooh, ooh. God bless and God speed, because you gonna need it. Ooh, ooh, you're gonna need it. That's dangerous. So anyway, those are my six <laughs> six energy vampires. Come back next week for the next. Ooh, I forgot I have two bonuses. I have seven come next week. I will give you a quick list just so you know. And to be honest, depending on how I feel, I might, I might drop that that part three anywhere between hmm, Friday and next Thursday. It depends on what energy say, because it's going to get dropped. It's just a matter of we're going to drop it 24 hours after or seven days. Um, y'all let me know if y'all want it. But um, I will give you a list of the next seven. The late arrival, the debater who thinks it's dialogue when it's really an argument. The omniscient know-it-all energy vampire. The quote-unquote alpha energy vampire. <laughs> oh, what a mess. I can't wait to record that one. The entitled antagonizer. And then um, I'll keep the two bonus ones uh, a secret until y'all hear the episode. So anyway, y'all, don't forget to tap in with your girl again, spiritualhomegirlpodcast.com, spiritualhomegirl.com. If you want to join my text club, text the word homegirl10 to 81493. Tribe letter is still up. Again, you can sign up at the link in my show notes or go to spiritualhomegirlpodcast.com. Um, I sent out tribe letter on Monday. It was really fun. I was talking about protecting our peace. It's very important because like I said, the world has a lot going on and protecting your peace in the midst of all of this is going to be the utmost importance. It's not a option. It is a necessity. Okay. Also, um, if you want to find me on social media, uh, that's Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Clubhouse, Patreon, I'm Spiritual Homegirl everywhere. And um, with Patreon, shout out to my Patreon community. Shout out to y'all. Um, if you want to join me for the last bit of the Leo Sunshine Challenge as we uh, get ready to move into Virgo, you can definitely join me at patreon.com forward slash spiritual homegirl. Tears start at $7 a month and um, go upwards. And um, for those in my $20 and up tier, we do a meditation related to the sun sign um, every month. So um, I play my my instrument instruments and y'all know i'm a certified meditation teacher too so you know my meditations are custom for that sun sign season so if you want to join me and learn how to use the power of the um sun sign to better your life incrementally because i think that just because you're um a particular sign doesn't mean that you can't take traits from other sun signs to help 
make changes in your life. Like I'm an Aries sun, but that doesn't mean that things that are are of um, a Leo nature aren't something that I could learn from or draw from. So if you want to join my Patreon, you can definitely do so. Um, they get content that no other place gets, not even my text club, not even my social media, not even my um, my email list. Nobody gets that information on Patreon but them. So if you want to join me, again, spiritualhomegirl.com forward slash, um, wait, patreon.com forward slash spiritualhomegirl. Um, sorry, this tea got me on go. Now I'm hyped, so I might as well go ahead and knock out that part three right now. So... I guess I will catch y'all in part three. And I want to make sure before I get off this mic. Is there anything else that's on my heart? I think everybody should invest in some seeds. But I think I'll talk about that in another episode. But I think that while seeds are available, people should go ahead and um, invest in that. Just kind of, you know, take on that as a project and see if you can grow some food and go from there. But we'll talk about that in more detail in another episode, okay? So... This has been another episode of the Spiritual Homegirl Podcast. My name is Maria, the Spiritual Homegirl. And remember, y'all, trust the journey, trust yourself, and watch out for those energy vampires, okay? I'll catch y'all on part three. Love y'all. Peace. This episode has been produced by producer extraordinaire Jason Trachademics Valerio.